Hi, this is John Butter, Senior Earnings Analyst at FactSet, and welcome to this week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast. The FactSet Earnings Inside Podcast provides commentary and analysis on corporate earnings for the S&P 500. This analysis is based on content published in the FactSet Earnings Insight Report, which is available each week on the FactSet website at www.factset.com. We'll start this week's podcast with a preview of the key metrics for the third quarter earnings season for the S&P 500, which starts in about two weeks. Then we'll discuss our topic of the week, which is target prices on S&P 500 companies. But first, let's look ahead to the third quarter earnings season for the index. Analysts and companies have lowered their earnings expectations for the third quarter. As a result, estimated earnings for the S&P 500 for the quarter are below the expectations at the start of the quarter. In fact, the index is expected to report its lowest earnings growth since the third quarter of 2020. In terms of earnings revisions for companies in the S&P 500, analysts have decreased estimates more than average for the third quarter. We typically look at the change in the bottom-up EPS estimate for the index to measure EPS estimate revisions by analysts. The bottom-up EPS estimate for the third quarter has decreased by 6.3% since June 30th. This percentage decline is above the five-year average of 2.3%. In fact, it is the largest decline in the quarterly bottom-up EPS estimate since the second quarter of 2020. In terms of guidance, on the other hand, Fewer S&P 500 companies have issued negative EPS guidance for the third quarter relative to recent quarters. In determining whether guidance is positive or negative, we compare the projection of the company to the mean EPS estimate of the analysts at the time of the guidance. At this point in time, 105 companies in the index have issued EPS guidance for the third quarter. Of these companies, 64 have issued negative guidance and 41 have issued positive guidance. The number of S&P 500 companies issuing negative EPS guidance for Q3 is below the number of 72 for Q2 and the number of 68 for Q1. Because of downward estimate revisions from analysts and negative guidance from companies, the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate for the third quarter is lower than the estimate at the start of the quarter. The S&P 500 is expected to report year-over-year earnings growth of 3.2% as of today, compared to the estimated year-over-year earnings growth rate of 9.8% back on June 30th. If 3.2% is the actual growth rate for the quarter, it will mark the lowest year-over-year earnings growth rate reported by the index since the third quarter of 2020. The lower earnings growth rate for the third quarter of 2022 relative to recent quarters can be attributed to continuing macroeconomic headwinds, including declining GDP and higher costs. At the sector level, four of the 11 sectors are projected to report year-over-year earnings growth led by the energy sector at 117% and the industrial sector at 24%. On the other hand, Seven sectors are projected to report a year-over-year decline in earnings, led by the communication services sector at negative 13%, and the financial sector at negative 12%. The estimated net profit margin for the S&P 500 for the third quarter is 12.2%, which is above the five-year average of 11.3%, but below the previous quarter's net profit margin of 12.3%, and below the year-ago net profit margin of 12.8%. Looking ahead, analysts expect earnings growth of 4.5% for the fourth quarter and 7.7% for all of 2022. For all of 2023, analysts are predicting earnings growth of 8.1%. The forward 12-month P.E. ratio is 15.8, which is below the 5-year average of 18.6 and below the 10-year average of 17. However, it is equal to the forward P.E. ratio of 15.8 recorded at the end of the second quarter, as both the price of the index and the forward EPS estimate have decreased slightly since June 30th. And during the week, six S&P 500 companies, including one Dow 30 component, are scheduled to report results for the third quarter. High-profile companies reporting during the week include Nike. Now let's move on to our topic of the week, 
which is target prices on S&P 500 stocks. With the price of the S&P 500 falling by 17% since March 31st and concerns about a recession rising in recent weeks, where do industry analysts believe the price of the index will go from here? Well, industry analysts in aggregate predict the S&P 500 will see a price increase of 25.7% over the next 12 months. This percentage is based on the difference between the bottom-up target price and the closing price for the index as of September 22nd. The bottom-up target price is calculated by aggregating the median target price estimates, which are based on company-level estimates submitted by industry analysts, for all the companies in the index. On September 22nd, the bottom-up target price for the S&P 500 was 47.2428, which was 25.7% above the closing price of 37.5799. After falling for six straight months, the bottom-up target price has stabilized over the past two months. From January 31st to July 29th, the bottom-up target price decreased by 11.1%. From July 29th through September 22nd, the bottom-up target price has stayed within a range of 47.20 to 47.50. At the sector level, the communication services, information technology, and real estate sectors are expected to see the largest price increases as these three sectors had the largest upside differences between the bottom-up target price and the closing price on September 22nd. On the other hand, the utilities and consumer staple sectors are expected to see the smallest price increases as these two sectors had the smallest upside differences between the bottom-up target price and the closing price on September 22nd. So how accurate have industry analysts been in predicting the future value of the S&P 500? In recent months, industry analysts have overestimated the closing price by large margins. On September 30th, 2021, the bottom-up target price was 50.49.43. Nearly one year later, on September 22nd, 2022, the S&P 500 closing price was 37.57.99. Based on the September 22nd closing price, Industry analysts overestimated the closing price by about 34% nearly one year ago. Over the past 5 to 10 years, industry analysts on average have been within 1% of the closing price of the index 12 months later. Over the past 5 years, industry analysts have underestimated the price of the index by 0.7% on average using month-end values. Over the past 10 years, industry analysts have overestimated the price of the index by 0.1% on average, again using month-end values. Over longer time periods, analysts have typically overestimated the closing price 12 months later. Over the past 15 years, industry analysts have overestimated the price of the index by 8.2% on average using month-end values. Over the past 20 years, industry analysts have overestimated the price of the index by 9.7% on average, again using month-end values. This concludes our podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. For more information on the topics discussed today and other market-moving trends, Please visit the FactSet website at www.factset.com and check out the full FactSet Earnings Insight Report, our FactSet Insight blog, and our Street Account podcasts. And of course, stay tuned for next week's edition of the FactSet Earnings Insight podcast. Mm-hmm.